Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Death by Podcast 2022, brand new year, episode 36. This is your horror movie podcast where we watch a vintage, preferably VHS uh, available movie and talk about it that we picked out of the alphabet. I always, there's a better way to say all of that stuff, and I always screw it up. You know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. We should we should do a copy. I need, I need, should... a, I need a streamline it. Uh, that's what 2022 is about, streamlining. I am your host, Adam. That's your other host. Kevin. <laughs> it was that okay. I don't know what you just did there. I have, a, like, I, have a, I have a piece of popcorn in the back. Oh, okay, because it looked like you were like taking a minute intentionally. I was like, all right, that's cool. Uh <laughs> we are back. We had a few week hiatus. I was out of town. Uh Kevin was doing some stuff. And now we're back. So today's show brought to you by, I don't know. Uh, I wish, I wish we had somebody there. Yeah, if, you if you want to sponsor the show, reach out. Yeah. Uh, but today we're talking about 1972's children shouldn't play with dead things. Zombie movie. Um, one of my favorites. They already know that. But um, before we do that, uh, Kevin has a special, special wish that he wants to send out to a special, special someone in his life. Kevin, take it away. Oh, it's Rob Zombie's birthday. <laughs> happy uh, birthday, Rob Zombie. Happy birthday, Rob Zombie. Happy birthday, Rob Zombie. Uh, we know that it's not your real name, so what is it? Is that what's, <sighs> what's his real name? I feel like I heard what it was once, but I don't know. Like Rob, please don't. Please don't mess up the Monsters movie. Yeah, making. dude, it's going to be gross. I think it'll be fine. I can't believe three weeks off. There's no Monster news. Uh, they moved sets. They changed sets. Come on. Or not sets, but they changed lots. They're they didn't release out. any image. Nothing cool. Like what the, they, Not really. They released a picture of of uh, Stagehand moving the chairs across Jeez. the lot. And then, Is there, Have they shown anything about Eddie Monster? No. Or who's cast or anything like that? Nothing. Not that I know of. That's going to be weird. That's probably going to be the weirdest part of the whole thing. Grandpa, I think Grandpa's going to be the weirdest for you. Yeah, as and far as he, well, I, they showed him though. I know what he looks like. Like, yeah, but the must. You know what? You know what I think a lot of mustache is be weird. Is the voice? Is, is all the voices? Like for example, like um, when they um when they recast Kirk in the Star Trek remake, I was like, fuck this guy. I don't want Chris this Pine? guy. You talking about Chris Pine? Yeah, I, I initially I didn't know who he was, and then when I heard his voice, I was like, "All right, I'm in. I like this guy a lot." Yeah, yeah. like so. I think they're how how they these actors sound. I think is going to be a big big thing. But still, you got to keep in mind this is not going to be. This is going to be a gross, horror, weird, funhouse version of. I don't know. I I wonder what it's going to be like. Even if I'm it's like, you. like, is it going to be like, like the Brady Bunch? No, it's you know, gonna be, it's going to be like, dude, and Lily Munster was one of my crushes and Sherry Moon Zombie is annoying as fuck. And all I'm going to see is her and like screaming and doing something stupid and it's saying crazy. something weird. I don't know. Canceled. Canceling you, <laughs> Rob Zombie, on your birthday. Uh, What else? What else? No news is good news. Next. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. I wanted to say that. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Damn, that's a bummer, yeah, man. That is a bummer. Did yeah? Did they ever officially say what happened? Nope. Huh. Last I heard, it was no signs of foul play or like yeah, no drugs yeah, or anything. No, no drugs or yeah. But I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I hate to I hate to man, whatever. He was young. Yeah, he was sixty-five. And he was doing stuff. You know, he was still doing stuff. I mean, he was on tour. He died yeah. in Orlando. Oh, what a shitty place to die. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he'd have thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I forget who I saw somebody. I, I'm not, I don't do Twitter. I mean, I know we have a Twitter, but somebody tweeted something. It was in the news and it was like, it was one of his friends. And they were like, Bob would have wanted me to say something really inappropriate right now, but I just can't do it. And I was like, damn. So maybe we should. I don't know. One of, one of my favorite comedians was, was making jokes about it uh, the night of. Um, who who was it? Ari Shafir. But okay. He yeah he didn't have a whole ton 
he just yeah. went up and it was like yeah Bob. and like a bunch of the audience members hadn't heard yet he's like yeah well and yeah just made jokes Jeez, you know? if you haven't heard that news yet that might be a little too <laughs> a little too soon what else i was at a what? comedy show when i heard uh tom hanks had covid that was a thing. It was like, wait, what? Tom Hanks has COVID? And, it was, and that was like the community came out. But guys, Tom Hanks has COVID. It was, a, it was wild. But he didn't die. Yeah, I know. But at the time, that was when everybody was like, <laughs> everybody, nobody knew what COVID was. Remember, yeah, like, I remember that. He was people overseas. got COVID and you were like, are you okay? Is everything yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, now people get COVID and I make fun of them. Jeez. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet. And my brother I and either. I, my brother and I think everybody will eventually get it. I guess that'll happen. But um, whatever. This isn't, the COVID, this isn't the COVID I, show. Yeah, I heard it's fake. I tell you what, though, <laughs> it's fake. I tell you what. It turns out everybody's been like just like in on it, and yeah, like we we don't, you know. I just got back from the like two weeks in the south, man, and it's a different world down there. It is a different fucking world, and I don't know. Like, talk about horror. It's it's a horror movie down there. Like, it really is. It's, it's bizarre. The mentality. I don't get it. I don't know. And I lived there for 20, too many years. How many? It was ridiculous. You had something. What'd you, you had something. What'd you watch? What'd you watch? Oh yeah. Did you watch anything over the break that, you know, I swear I'm trying to think aside from my dad and I, we all watched Mandalorian season two again. Cause, or I did, he hadn't seen it. That's we do Star Wars. Other than that, it's, it was all Christmas movies. The only horror thing was watching like. Trading well, I, pl- yeah trading oh, places God. with my family and there's a nude scene and that was uncomfortable because my mom was yeah there. so I, that's it yeah i didn't do a whole ton of horror uh, i feel like over the break i did do all four lethal weapons um <laughs> that's hilarious yeah which you know they're all good in their own like way they, what's the yeah. flamethrower one it opens up with a, this really too long flamethrower scene Oh, that's four. That's four. Okay. Yeah. Four is the one where like, like all of a sudden they're fighting. Like the, yeah, it opens up and there's a guy in like a mech suit. No, he's yeah. not a mech suit, but it's a big metal suit. And he's just, yeah. he's just lighting shit on fire. And like, yeah. Just is, the dialogue in that scene. I was like, it's so canned by that point. Four, four isn't, four is a different kind of movie. I mean, they're all fine, but yeah, you watch that first one and it's like, man, this is, first one's raw first one's is it yeah good. i'd like to watch that again because that was an 80s movie 87 maybe first one's 87 second one's 89 is it really third, they squeezed two in yep third maybe? one's 92 okay. and then the fourth one's 98 i'll have to watch one and two again is two worth watching yeah two's really good two's really good yeah and they're like 80s movies that have like like they're not afraid to be radar you know what i mean sure like like roadhouse yeah. you know what i mean like movies like that they're yeah, like, yeah, good, we'll, we'll, we want to make it. We got to make it radar. So let's just make it, you know, like before they started nerfing R-rated movies. Nerfing. I just learned what that is, folks. Yeah. Kevin, I mean, I've, I've been just hearing that and saying that. And just for everybody that doesn't know, Kevin is the one that invented the yeah. phrase nerfing to make things, to dumb things down. To, to take to, the teeth, to take to the take teeth, the teeth out, of out of it, man. Yeah. Like to make it, to make it like may take a thing like that's awesome. Like you know roadhouse well they didn't really do it with roadhouse but if they with diehard diehard where they hey wait let's start making them pg-13 because more people can see it then yeah and they so he's not gonna swear he's not gonna really kill anybody or we're gonna take the blood out we're gonna you know we're gonna make it fucking lame i watched diehard over the break it's a christmas movie yeah it's a christmas movie what do you want yeah i've been wanting to you know lethal weapon one's a christmas movie is it but it takes place in California, right? Yeah. They don't have in Christmas LA. in California. So I don't, but I don't really. So does Die Hard. Yeah. But Die Hard is in a building. You know, it's not all sunny. <laughs> it's in a building. <laughs> I don't... It's in a building. At oh, night. I was unaware. You can't tell that it's like sunshiny and hot. You know, <laughs> it's in a building at night. It could be anywhere. And there's a like, weapon. They're in plenty of buildings. They're in police Christmas stations. Decorations. They're in they're in warehouses. They're, yeah, but there's you know. daylight and you can see that it's like palm trees and shit that doesn't isn't Christmas. I don't know. It's weird. What are you defending California for? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it uh Die Hard is uh I actually almost watched Die Hard only because I just found out uh, my wife had has never seen it. Oh really? 
Yeah, she's seen three. Um, what? Which she's was seen... my. Yeah, it was my first one too. That, that Die Hard Three is a good movie, man. I saw Die Hard Three in theaters before I had seen Die Hard One. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome. Um, but great opening. I want to say Die Hard Three was original. I think it was originally written as Lethal Weapon, or like a Lethal Weapon sequel. Really? But I could be wrong. Yeah, but I thought that, I thought there was something like that. Yeah. Well, is that is that what you wanted to tell talk about? Where'd you just watch? yeah? I, I didn't know where you stood on the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, I know it's been it's been literally decade. It's probably been 15 years, 20 years since I've seen any of them. Um, the the fourth one, like I said, was on TV know, a few weeks ago and I caught that opening scene. Fourth one gets a bad rap. It, it, it's probably the worst of the four, but it's and they they Jet Li's the bad guy. I remember at the beginning when that came out, uh, Jet Li was at the peak of his game and it was like, Holy shit, Jet Li is going to be in a Lethal Weapon movie. And I think it was his first American movie. It's his first American movie. It's the right. first one where he plays a villain, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cool scene when he, like, somehow takes the gun in one swoop he, and it yeah, takes he's, it apart. Yeah, he's got, he's, they're in a Mexican standoff where yeah. Murtak and Riggs both have their guns pointed at him. And he does this move where he, like, he, like, kicks Murtak in the face and then he takes apart uh, Riggs's gun. Right. Like he takes the time and it's badass. And then what's cool about it is like later in the movie, he's like, how the fuck did he do that? Like, yeah. it's, it, it, like they reference. It's not just a cool move. Like Riggs right. is like, how the fuck did he take apart my gun? Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's they're, they're solid. Movie. I, I strongly recommend, especially you watch the first, the first two. Yeah, I will. Cause I forgot that they were eighties movies. I'll definitely do that. I only watch, I only consume eighties uh, stuff material. On my way, I, so I fifteen hour drive one way uh, to North Carolina where my family is, and then back another fifteen. I have a playlist of eighty songs that lasts more than that amount of time, and man, it saved my life. It was like if I hadn't been screaming eighties music like lyrics, I I definitely would have fallen asleep and crashed. Definitely. So thank you, eighties. Uh, what else we got before we get into the movie? Anything? No, man. There's not a whole lot of news. Um, there. I think I mentioned before. John Watts is doing. He's going to produce a new Final Destination movie for HBO. Okay. But I mean, that's fine. Those movies. You know what's weird about those movies is yeah. like they shouldn't. Like other like okay like it makes sense that that like the like Nightmare on Elm Street movies go down in quality because it's like, okay, we have this idea and we kind of have to stretch it out. You know, you know what I mean? Like what else can you do? Eventually they have to run out of ideas with final destination. You can't ever run out of ideas. Like every one of those should be good. And then they're not all good. The second one is, is like offensively bad. I've actually never seen one. I've never seen one. Really? Yeah. They're, they're super stupid, but they're, you know, they're fun. I really I hate the second one, but the I don't know, like the fourth and fifth one. I was like, eh, I'm all right with this. Yeah. Speaking of, is it only the first one that has Sawa, Devin Sawa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's only in the first one. So that reminds me that and I watched an episode of it to try to catch up, but I had totally forgotten about Chucky. Oh and, yeah, I meant to yeah, and uh this. and I um put one on the other night because i've been in, i've been in uh you know christmas mode when i get into christmas mode nothing gets in the way of that nothing shakes that it's christmas stuff all the time but uh when i got home and it was like you know january 3rd 4th something like that i was like i'm gonna put a chucky on and i watched one of the newer episodes and it's just it's still it's such a great show man i can't wait we, we we need to do a whole show just dedicated to that series. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch season one and because I think I downloaded it, but I downloaded all the TBS one. I didn't realize that there were two different versions of it. Yeah, for well, I think it's the TBS one that's good. The USA one, I think, is, or no, I, there's sci- I think Sci-Fi is the good one. Oh, Sci-Fi, uh, Sci-Fi is the good one. That's yeah. right. Um, the unedited, it's it airs simultaneously on TBS or USA or whatever. And um, it's edited 
for content and language and stuff. But anyway, in the in the episode that I watched, so they've already Tiffin, um, what's her name? Jennifer Tilly. She's in it. Mm-hmm. She's made her appear, her comeback, and the chick from uh, she's running around with the chick from the last two movies uh, for, in the wheelchair, and they're they're a pretty good pair. It's pretty cool. And oh, and then they brought they just brought back what's the kid's name? Andy. So it's the adult Andy that played him in the later movies. And but it's the babysitter from the first movie or second movie, first, second, the blonde chick. Is she also uh, in the first? he's got a babysitter in the in the second one? And the third the third one he's the third one he's like a teenager at like a military school. Right. So the babysitter from the second movie, it's the same actress. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Second one is fucking good, man. It is like it really is. the first three are really good. The third one is the military thing. Yeah, it, it, that lost me. That lost me. The, the the fourth one lost me when uh they it, I don't know it started being a comic like the fourth one. What's they the still have the one? the fourth one's Bride of Chucky. Yeah, that's um, when they started getting. They the first two are straight of, up like horror, terrifying yeah. horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I I even yeah, but I even like the third one. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but you know, yeah, I'd so, be interested to. Yeah, look forward to that. We should show. do that. The series is done, at least season one. So we should we should do a we should make it a point to finish that and and do a, a Chucky uh, episode for the fans. You know, fans of the show. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, should we get into uh, the movie? You got anything else? Nope. We got a listener question as well. Oh, let's, for, yeah, let's do it the end of the sh- at the end of the show. Oh, at the end, yeah, let's do it at the end. Mm-hmm. All right, 1972. Let's go back to 1972, Kevin. You go back with me. Yeah. Um, Benjamin Clark, a an up and coming director, who decides to. He, I'm going to do a. I like this dude. This is only th- three, four years after uh, George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. And he's like, I want to do a zombie flick. And he makes this children shouldn't play with dead things uh, movie. And nobody watches it. And then maybe like 10 years later, 15, maybe somewhere in there. I'm watching Sven Gulli one afternoon and I see this movie and I'm like, what is this? It's terrifying. And it's stuck with me ever since. And I lost, I forgot the name of it. So for like, 25 30 years i was looking for this movie and i was reaching out to all these people on instagram for years like hey you're uh, these horror accounts and stuff describing this movie nobody nobody and then i'm re-watching fright night right one yeah. of our favorite one of the best horror movies ever and what is charlie brewster watching on his tv but the movie that i'm looking for and it's children shouldn't play with dead things and i so i googled that what is charlie brewster uh watching in fright night and that's how i re-found this movie so right, the journey know, it is it was a journey um just like the band so before we go into it what what are your you hated it how bad did you hate it <laughs> <laughs> i i hated it <laughs> did you really <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a son of a bitch. It was a, it was something else, man. Wow, that's um, so bizarre. I didn't hate everything about it, yeah. but like by the time anything I liked came in, it yeah. was already, it was, it was too late. Like it really, was, yeah, like the first zombie. It, it like it, it, I, I, I checked the time because I was like, it, the movie's an hour and twenty two minutes. Yeah, and, and the first zombie shows up at an hour and one minute. And I was just like, yeah. And and then the zombies, I thought they looked great. I thought they were shot really well. I thought everything with the zombies was solid, was good. But by the time they got to it, I was just like, I hate everyone. I hate every character in the movie. <laughs> I hate. Oh, it's so interesting. I don't it was know. so there was so much that I was just like, what are we doing and why are we doing it? Like, what is, <laughs> what is going on? Like, what are we, what is happening? Like, it was just like this movie. I, I understand. Like when, when I, 
when you sell someone a zombie movie and then they don't you don't get zombies till the last basically the end of the movie i get it maybe i hyped it too much but the movie is i guess i think the reason for me this is one of those movies that i have to watch during halloween like i have to watch it because it sets it's got a Halloween tone. Oh to yeah. It. it it's spooky yeah, decoration it's, to the movie. Like yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. You know, there's bats and graves and there's like the the sound design in this movie from yeah, the, right from the get-go, the opening scene is like a a dude wearing a Halloween costume who yeah. you don't know if it's a supposed to be a real ghoul or what, but and they're being serious. Like that's that's what I the first when I first threw it on, I was like, Oh, they're like because like all that stuff like triggers in your head like yeah halloween like bats and like i don't know like vampire like uh, halloween decorations that you put on your window and you know <laughs> but it's not actually scary it's just that whatever and it's like oh this movie's like no these things are scary and we're gonna like <laughs> take this dead seriously <laughs> that's i totally get it i totally get that <laughs> perspective of it but even for me, man, watching it this week, it still get it's this it sets a su- suspenseful tone from the get go. That I there's something that get, it just gives me the chills and I can't shake it. I think it's that like this the the cast in this movie the 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 children quote unquote um, mm-hmm. they do everything they're so disrespectful and that's why they end up killed. Yeah, and they do everything that I am always like dude, don't do that. Like when, when our drink and draw was, was going to do something in a cemetery. I was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? A bunch <laughs> of you morons are going to go into a cemetery and tell me that you're not going to be disrespectful in some way. Like I don't mess sure. with that stuff, you know? Sure. And this movie by the end of it, arguably sets up a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. The last little, cause they scene. get on a boat and they head to Miami. And it's <laughs> they, like, do, they go get on a boat. And I was like, like I, my note is like, they got on a boat. Like they go and like find a boat. Well, at least you know they don't go as far as to show like everybody on. All right, and you got a captain. I mean, they they the basically, boat. yeah, <laughs> they don't seem lift anchor or anything, but they do like just all like go. <laughs> I mean, it's, but like, I, okay, hang yeah, on, maybe yeah. you can answer this go for it. question for me. What do they do? Okay, like at first I'm watching, I'm like, okay, oh, they're a film crew. Okay. And then I then I realized, like, when I was thinking about it later, I was like, oh, they're not. a Because then I was like, where the fuck is their equipment? And then I was like, oh, they're not a film crew. They're a theater troupe. Like, they're OK. That makes sense. But then I was like, why are they doing anything? <laughs> like, what does this have to do with their play? Like, what are they doing? You I know, think, so the lead dude, uh, I forget his name. I wrote it down. Um, Alan is the, the wizard. Alan, Alan, the wizard. Yeah, he's like I, the director. He's, he's the director of their. I think they're because they don't have cameras, so they're not filming anything. Um, right but they're I, I i get the feeling like more that they're doing almost like research for some play that they're going to go back to the mainland and perform right i guess and so they're out here it's it takes place which i didn't realize until this watching this viewing of it it takes place on some weirdly deserted island in miami off like right off the city uh, alan the wizard two days ahead he explains and the two guys who are playing the ghouls they go ahead and set set the scene they they kidnap the caretaker which is weird and of the island and there's a yeah. cemetery and they sort of set it up with a you know some some uh, pranks almost <laughs> they do a lot of work to like <laughs> for like a to just basically to scare somebody you know what i mean like to do to jump out and scare somebody well, yeah, and to set the mood, this dude Alan the Wizard is like he. Yeah, I mean, he's awful. Uh, he is. He's extra, and he's like, but he's committed to whatever this project is. His, I, yeah, his performance. I mean, I know people probably he he acts like how a like like a ten year like they're like a six year old would act like act like you know like he's a snob, but like. Like he he acts like someone doing an impression of so, a snobby person. Where you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's such a like I can't imagine any maybe people are like that, but yeah, so, I thought about oh. that watching it. I was like, is anybody actually talk like that? Like who is or, this based on? I I've met people like this. 
and I, I didn't, it's like, I stored it in the back of my brain. I didn't realize, oh yeah, this is, this dude's just like that person. And it's usually somebody who's like, I've, the people I'm thinking about aren't in theater. They're not actors. They're just dramatic people for the sake of being dramatic for whatever reason. And, sure. and this dude was more like, I don't think it was, I don't think within for the character, I don't think it was an act. I think he really was this melodramatic douchebag. Yeah. And, and I love the, the girl who's like his foil, you know? Yeah. But she's committed. Oh, the, yeah. The girl. Yeah. The, the, she's the always calling him out, but she's also committed to this thing. The group of characters, like, you know, he talks about the one dude being this wannabe Marlon Brando. And then there's the hot chick that he's with. And she's just this like kowtowing tool. And then you got that psycho chick with the eyes and, uh, and then the, the stage hand, basically the, the bigger dude. Yeah. The um, pink, pink shirt. I referred to everybody like pink shirt, ring shirt. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, and then the two stage hands, the ghouls, you know? Yeah. Let me, before we go too far into that. So it's directed by Bob Clark, the guy who directed Christmas story, which when you look at his movies, it's so strange, man. I had never really until recently, I'd never really looked at what he did before Christmas story or after or whatever, but he did a black, he did black Christmas, which is, you know, a huge horror, Mm -hmm. horror staple Porky's and Porky's two. Uh, I, I I grew up on those. I, I always liked those. Porky's Revenge. So he did three Porky's movies. I always liked the first two. I I, I don't think I've ever made it through the third one, but um, I've seen all three. Yeah. I mean, they're at least the first couple were solid. The, the movies that I want to see of his that I haven't seen are Rhinestone with Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton, uh, 1984. There's also one with um, what is... The dude's name, I always forget his name. Um, John Bender from Breakfast Club. What's his name? Oh my god. Uh um holy shit. Yeah, right. So he did he did a movie with him called From the Hip from 1987. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, you fucker. Yeah, it was right there. It was right there. <laughs> I could see it formulating. And then there's a 1990 loose cannons with Dan Aykroyd and fucking Lex Luthor. What's his name? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. So there's three movies in there that I haven't seen. They look like comedy-ish light movies. It's just such a weird resume for a guy who I only thought did yeah, Christmas, Christmas story. story. And then I look at this movie, and this movie is like a grizzled, you know, like it or not, it's like a grizzled student film, zombie yeah. student film, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it is very like much a, a student know. film. In fact, I didn't do the research on him, but I wonder if he was like a film student at the time. This was his movie. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's not. I He got a deal to do two movies uh, got, at the same time. What do you know that I don't know? According to IMDb. But it, oh. I mean, but this cost him, they said it estimated like 70 grand. Um, I assume that was all in the makeup. You know, yeah, that's a lot of money, man. There's there's nothing in this movie. No, but the, but the zombies do look good. They do. I mean, you it's know, like and, this weird and, and they had to build all those graves like yeah. they didn't really shoot in a cemetery right you know but they but a lot of the graves were styrofoam you know okay it was i mean i think what i found most frustrating about it was just like anytime i was like okay cool we're gonna we're getting going now we just weren't like there was all this shit where it was just like like and and the other thing was just how everybody kind of acted with like with like they go out there and they dig up a dead body and right. like everybody, like this group of friends as well, or performers, wherever they are, they're like, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. Or and then, yeah. And he's like, you yeah, don't know. No, we're going to do it. And they're like, well, okay. And then they do it. <laughs> and then they like, like they keep doing things and keep doing things. And then the, th- I mean, not to jump too far ahead, but like, the thing that just sets everybody off and turns them against uh, Alan, the wizard. Uh, is like he's just talking shit like he basically digs up the, so they they dig up this body they stand it up like up against this grave they like make whatever then he's like i'm gonna bring it back to our cabin <laughs> and <laughs> nobody really has a problem with it and yeah. one girl's like i don't think we should do that and then one girl's really into it for yeah. some reason they these guys pick up this body they bring it back to the cabin and they put it on the couch they had this weird like 
marriage there that, that scene i was like i, I i'm not i can't do that like that the marriage scene yeah. with the corpse was i'm like okay what are they doing and then he starts just talking some shit being like i'm gonna take him home and i'm gonna feed him to my dog and then one of the girls is like that's it that's too far <laughs> <laughs> like like you're talking he, shit like yeah. about this dead guy get yeah. out of here and then and then all five of them are like they they all they're all like done with this guy it's like that was it that was what did it <laughs> like, what are you talking about well i th- i think i mean i totally uh, i totally understand what you're saying the the movie itself is like extremely simple there's not there's not a lot to it but in the title children shouldn't play with dead things the movie is basically about i mean it, the title is the movie and it's like what happens when you do fuck with things that you shouldn't yeah. go too far yeah and and it you know a simple cautionary tale and the whole the whole crux of the movie is based on the on drama you know it's a drama it's a drama company or troupe being extremely dramatic in every character is doing that in some way and you know they go and they do this basically like a seance where they try to summon the dead Mm -hmm. all in an effort to just be dramatic none of yeah for no reason yeah yeah, not one of them thinks that it's actually going to happen but it does and it's like oh you shouldn't play with that shit you shouldn't fuck around with that stuff and i think that's why i like it so much aside from the aesthetic of the movie i love i love the sound design i love the spookiness it's spooky throughout and what and even watching it now there's this there's a an element of suspense because they do keep you waiting for these zombies that yeah show up they do the that's what i think i found frustrating by like the fourth or fifth like nope not yet yeah i was just like are we ever going to get to these? And like, even like, and then like the first time, like we like they dig up this body and they go into their thing. And it turns out to, to be the two, the two gay characters that were already there waiting. Like, yeah, for the stagehands. Yeah. And it was like, uh, okay. Like I'm thinking that whole scene where like they wake up for the scare and they're, they're jumping around on people. I'm like, okay, now would be a good time for the real zombies to come. But like they don't, you know what I mean? Like they. But the they payoff keep, is so. I, it, uh, for me, it's it good. isn't. It isn't like the yeah. payoff. I was like, that was the other thing. I'm watching the pay, like like when when the zombies finally come, it was awesome. The, when they were coming out of the ground, it looked awesome. Yeah. The makeup was awesome. These were quality quality zombies. I I will give them over that. But like for the time, yeah, it was it was too. I think honestly, like I've never loved how the zombies look in uh Dawn of the Dead. In the Romero one, uh-huh. like just just the blue faces. Sure. I don't. I. I mean, it's. I think that's a better movie. But I. But I would say a lot. A lot of the zombies look better in this. Than yeah. In I agree. Yeah. For me, it was just too little. And that was the other thing was when they when they started. And it wasn't something that bugged me, but I was like, this movie doesn't have the budget to have like really awesome deaths. Like I'm sure. Like yeah. Oh, you know, I'll tell you what. You know what my favorite part was? My favorite. Part <laughs> Did you see the like mosh the moshing zombie? Okay. Which scene so, was it? Was it when it they take when he, the girl away? Yeah, yeah. When they take the yellow girl, the girl yeah. in the yellow shirt yeah, away, yeah. and the guy in the pink shirt, like, goes to like <laughs> try and rescue her, and like the zombie that's yeah. like, he just does like a mosh pit move, like yeah. he runs up to him and just like jumps and like bounces off him, and then yeah. the scare away pink guy, and then it's like, okay, uh, it, it's the funniest thing. It's the yeah. funniest move because it's like, yeah, what's he gonna? I'm sure it was just like, yeah, just go and I don't know. I, I like flailing <laughs> around. Totally. Yeah. Like it works when there's 20 of them. Yeah. Because then it looks cool. But when it's just one of them doing it, it looks so goofy. <laughs> um, the thing I think the thing that I guess maybe I do have some nostalgia. I mean, I obviously do for this movie. But the thing that's always stuck with me was the guy that Orville, the guy that they do desecrate the most. Or, mm-hmm. or totally um and they bring the guy they bring back and the way the way that you just for somebody who hasn't seen this movie the way you described it with the marriage scene and all this stuff all that all those things do happen but it's in passing it's not like there's this like beetlejuice marriage ceremony you know it's like it's these no dude, they're, they're fucking dude. around yeah yeah they're it's like almost like 
it it is children messing with dead things like it's almost like a drunk a drunken uh frat thing in a way yeah, like you what, know that was uh, the, the marriage i was like what did, what are they doing like i it, yeah. it was just like it, it just felt so weird that everybody was a cool with it and being like yeah that's what we should let's do yeah. this like it's let's drama. pretend let's pretend you're marrying this dead body we just dug right. up and i'm gonna read it was so weird like and you had that's the other thing is like other characters like i thought for sure like pink shirt and and green shirt were going to be more grounded like they were going to be like you know the the regular guys uh, you know and the and a foil to this drama queen of a guy yeah. you know the main character and they kind of were but also they went along with everything he said to you know what i mean like right. they carry the body out of the fucking cemetery right Run they the like they, yeah they they stand them up and 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 do the fake marriage thing and they read out of the book like i was like what the marriage thing i was like what what is happening like right. at what point is anybody gonna tell this guy like hey man nah maybe i don't want to do that like, well and that's and that's the that's the part of that the orville part of the story that I, that I love so much is that he's the one, I mean, he's the one who ends up killing the yeah. wizard, but they've got this guy that they're throwing around and fucking with this whole movie. And then they take him, take him upstairs and they put him on the bed and leave him there basically and forget about him. And that's the scene in Fright Night that you see is when the wizard tries to escape after he, he throws the girl to the zombies basically is to, to try yeah. to escape. And he goes up and he shuts the door thinking he's safe. He turns around and the way that Orville is sitting there waiting for him, he's like at the edge of this mattress on the floor, like crouched down, man, it's just the image, the imagery of that as he, of that. And then he, as he approaches the camera coming towards the dude and then the rest of the zombies bust through the door and they're just like maniacs. Of all the zombie movies that I've seen in my life, that sequence right there is like at the top of my list for, you know, I think everybody, when they watch a zombie movie, they put themselves in it mm -hmm. from a survival standpoint. And like, what would I, what would I have done? How am I going to, cause that's what zombie movies are survival movies. And that's a, I love that stuff. And when I look at this one, I'm like, dude, that guy's fucked. There's no choice. There's no out. There's no what would I do in that? You would die in that situation. Like you got Orville waiting for you and you got the rest of them busting through the door. And there's just, I don't know. It's just something that's always, always stuck with me. So yeah, the dude is just fucked. So there's no way out of there. And that's just one of the, it's one of the unique circumstances within a zombie movie where there is no way out. Like you, you look at uh, night of the living dead, dawn of the dead, there's like ways out to get out ways to get out of situations. This one not. And it's always stuck with me. Just the fact that the dude who kind of caused all this and is the biggest douchebag of the movie gets his just desserts. And yeah, I and mean, also, it's yeah. And, and also just presenting that scenario of, of trapped and just, there's no options for that guy. I don't know. It always stuck with me. Also the two other aspects of the movie that I, I really dig is, I don't know why more zombies movies, more zombie movies coming out of the ground. Like mm -hmm. that's when yeah, did we stop great. doing that? When did we stop doing that? It's great. I mean, honestly, like, like thriller, the fucking thriller. Michael Jackson video. Yeah. It's awesome. You that's, know, that's one of the probably top three best zombie movies ever made. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. It, it, it's it's, and maybe it's because it's been done a bunch of times. I don't know mm -hmm. why they don't do it anymore, but they really don't. Yeah. in the new dawn, I mean, God, that's almost 20 years old now, but like, Is it the, really? Jesus Christ. Oh, it's 2004. So yeah, in yeah. two years, it'll be 20 years old. That's crazy. But like, it's, you know, they don't, you never see them come out of, come out of the ground. They're just kind of, they're just there. Right. Well, because yeah, the, that's the other thing is like, they're making new zombies all the time. Oh, so, right, right, you right. know, a lot of them don't ever go in the ground. That is something that this movie doesn't do. Like uh, one of the stage hands dies and yeah. they, he's laying there dead. And when they invade the house, they go and eat, and eat him. Nobody gets up. And becomes yeah yeah no yeah they don't turn anybody into others that we know of but yeah right. you don't see any of them wandering how, around how about the caretaker just tri 
tied to a tree totally unnecessary <laughs> and like screwed man that sucks man like and such a weird choice to do that with like because it makes your characters like it makes them oh this guy is it makes him it changes him from being like oh he's just a douchebag to being like oh he's a psycho like, like he's, he's a murderer <laughs> basically yeah yeah but like he doesn't seem like it's, it's weird that like he would make that call and like so many people would be like like the two the two i mean i don't think it's presuming much like but like the two gay guys i uh, you know like they stage just hands. go along yeah. with yeah they, yeah they just go along <laughs> with what he says yeah you know yeah i mean like, a lot of these people though he's given them a job it seems like they're yeah. they're hired so he's got them over a barrel in so many ways my favorite line dude is there's not a lot of I mean, there are a few lines. No, there's there's good lines in this movie, actually. Now that I think about yeah, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whether it's the wizard or the or the chick, but my favorite is when he's talking to Green Shirt, and he says, he says, "Sit down, meat." <laughs> he calls him meat, just because he's like, yeah, you know, I, yeah, demeaning him that much to the point where he's just like this buff. It was worthless actor. To, I don't know. It wasn't who's your travel agent, Count Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck with this movie. (laughs) It's got some good lines, but it's also got some like somebody. That's the other thing. uh, Like, and it's not a thing. I don't know what it is about alliteration. This was a little nuts with the alliteration. Like, I bet on paper the script was like, "This is this is really good." But like, you ever get like you ever read a book? The dialogue is like it works. I, when you read it yeah but if anybody actually said it it would never work you know and a lot of times they'll adapt movies and try and stay true to the book and it the dialogue just doesn't work when people say it to each other you know it it's weird theaters like, like yeah yeah uh, the, the hobbit like that like oh, yeah totally there's a, a lot of you know shit that works in the hobbit but then like when people actually say it to each other on screen it's like this is clunky and weird and no yeah. one would ever say this back to each other like this well tolkien yeah. however whatever he who writes who it was like a superpower to be able to write the way he writes and the yeah. amount of shit that he packs in but for me the biggest things about this movie is just the tone there's always somebody there's always something howling in the background always throughout the whole movie um i loved like you know when the zombies finally do come out and they're chasing the one stage hand and he's running towards the house and he's all bloodied and he's like they're coming they're coming all of a sudden faintly you can hear screaming in the background like growling and stuff the, the horde coming at the house and then they and then they arrive there's just aspects of the movie that for it literally probably being a almost a student film, you know, super low budget, blah, blah, blah. There's aspects of it to me that just came across or were, you know, worked, just worked. And I realized like too little, too late. I get that aspect of it. Um, maybe a little overhyped on my part, but no, I don't think it was overhyped. Like, I, I mean, it does lack the kill quality of a zombie movie. Nobody gets you, I don't think anybody gets killed on screen, do they? Not really, no. Like, like a lot of people get thrown into all the zombies, and right. you know, green shirt. We see, that, see the that's aftermath. the best. That's kind of the the best death, and it's the aftermath. Yeah, which is weird because like he's like, all right, you guys lure him to the front of the house. I'll run out the back because I'm the fittest and fastest. And it's like he's laying dead right outside the door. <laughs> yeah with one zombie on him so it's like what happened to you man what'd you do <laughs> do you slip do you slip <laughs> like dude you slipped just tell me you slipped and I, all right <laughs> green shirt was about so wait was he dating yellow shirt girl yeah i think so or something was going that on. opening scene is weird too like they're on the boat and they're going like hey where are we going why are we going here and he's just like you know being a creepy wizard right and then he basically (laughs) is like hey uh what do you think if i uh if i nail your girlfriend (laughs) and like they're again they're just like he's i don't know what do you think like it's so weird he's a button pusher like i feel like he's doing an experiment 
like yeah. a social experiment on these guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, how far can I push these people? Because that's his thing is pushing people. Like he's constantly green shirt would whoop his ass any day of the week. Yeah. And he's and for some reason he doesn't. And he's got some reins on him. He's con- some control over him. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. He's a maniac. Yeah, I, I will say it's in the same way that like, you know, when we were talking about a uh, basket case and how it was like, this is the kind of movie I want to see at a midnight show in, in the, you know, totally. CD New York. This is the kind of thing. Yeah. I wanted on Sven Gulli. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at, you know, like this is the kind of thing I want to catch at, you know, two in the morning, you know, right. like that. It, totally. Like I, this is the kind of movie you're like, what is this? And you wind up watching the whole thing. I keep going back. Yeah, totally. I keep going back to Fright Night. And it's like, that's exactly what's happening. It's late at night. Brewster's like, whatever the fuck he's doing, or he's with his girlfriend or whatever. I forget forget what they're doing in the scene. Is it on Peter Vincent's show? uh, No. Or is it just on? No, it's just on TV, on his little TV that he has. But, you know, and he's just, he's not really paying attention to it, not watching it, but it's on. I don't know. That just, that's always stuck with me. And it's just, it's it's also very like it's almost like the embodiment like you said halloween decorations the movie it's like the embodiment of a haunted house yeah like it's like groovy ghoulies but like for <laughs> well, you know what i mean it's all the same shit as yeah, like groovy yeah. ghoulies but it's but, also but they're dead serious yeah <laughs> and it's just got that haunted house quality to it where some rooms aren't scary sometimes it takes a while you know, a few rooms to get to the scare or whatever, but the tone throughout the entire haunted house is suspense and yeah. oh shit. Even though you don't really get it until the good stuff until the end. I don't know. That's, and that's what I look, you know, we, when we did our Halloween show of top 10 each, mm-hmm. I, I, I was going for my favorite, you know, Halloween movies rather yeah. than the scariest because Halloween for me, even though we watch, I watch tons of scary, terrifying movies. It's more fun. There's more fun to Halloween for me than the nightmarish stuff. And like, if you saw my brother's list of top 10 movies, he watches during Halloween, it's all psychotic, terrifying, you know, hereditary and sure. uh, shit like that. And that stuff's great. But for me, it's more about the fun aspect. And this definitely checks all those boxes um yeah i can say that that's i don't know there's not a lot to this movie it's very basic it's very very simple it's you either get into the the, the kitsch of it i guess or not but i, I think on on multiple views like, like if this were on like yeah. if i like i said if i caught this i wouldn't turn it off you know what was the other movie we did where you said the same thing it was like i forget what it was probably transylvania six five thousand. oh it was <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of your favorites now. You've come to love it. I mean, it's I, it's not bad. I, I was a little hard on it. Yeah. You know. That's hilarious. But I don't know. You got anything else on it? No. No, I'm good. All right. Oh, one other thing. This movie has phenomenal posters. If you go online and Google it, and I'll actually, I'm going to, I've been working on collecting all of them, and I'm going to put them on the Patreon just as like a gallery. Really, really cool posters. It's, it's got one tagline that I was like, it's a pretty weird tag. Like it's a little, it's uh oh, it's on the one you posted too. And like I read the tagline before I uh the Orville uh, one? Yeah, the Orville one, like welcome to Orville's coming out party. It's gonna be a scream. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. But it's not even it's not even that it's like it's gonna be a scream and it says like yours. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> Jesus, guys. Like <sighs> that's awesome it's crazy it's crazy it's still the best one i know um all right man well we have what are we doing next we got should we do listener or do you want to yeah i don't know do the do the listener because we also uh, have to say what we're doing for uh d d um i got the question right here okay so for those who don't know we've we're taking uh questions from patreon or instagram Preferably from Patreon, whatever. They, the, that, those will be the first questions we answer. Friend of the show, Katie. She's just having, this is her week. This is her week. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, had her own little Patreon episode. Yeah. So uh, 
She says, what's the best movie you watched because of the podcast that you hadn't seen before because of, so what, what movie has this podcast made you watch? That is the best that I hadn't seen before. I know what mine is. I, uh, off the top of my head. Um, I know what it is for you. Probably, probably Friday night, but I could be wrong. I mean, did you not see, did you not see Friday night? I Um, hadn't seen Friday night yet, but for me, it's killer clowns because that's the one I appreciate the most because I'm still so against the content of it. (laughs) The fucking, you know, the clowns, the giant shoes running through the forest, chasing me and shit like that. It's just dumb and fucked up. But like over since we watched it, I've grown to appreciate that movie more and more and more for all the different reasons we've talked about it. I'm surprised it took me that long. (laughs) It took my, my whole life up until this point to get to that, to where I accept it and uh, appreciate it for that. For you, it was, oh, it was Night of the Creeps. Yeah, Night of the Creeps, which I had seen, but not like, I don't know what was going on. I must have not paid. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Night of the Creeps. Now that right. I think about it. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, what's weird is, I mean, I would never intentionally watch Idle Hands again. Yeah. But it's, it's just funny how many other movies have moved that even that one down my shit list. You know, and take oh yeah, when the- when you when we first did that, you were like, oh, this fuck, fuck <laughs> it this can't movie. get any worse. It can't get worse, and it got so much worse. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, great question, Katie. Uh, if you guys want to give us some questions, Patreon.com/slash Death by Podcast. You can support the show. We also have our second bonus mini pod, Boob Tube TV, on there. And this week was we we watched Kolchak the Night Stalker episode one the ripper which was i was really excited to watch that so and we're doing another one next week another cold check for that what else what am i forgetting it's been too long since we what do, what do you got for d what oh you got what, uh, what no, i was saying? gonna say like best at all that stuff but like oh final questions i'm gonna yeah. re- i'm gonna redo those but okay i did yeah uh just yeah i already said that line sit down <laughs> meet one yeah one. there you go it's awesome uh, what do you got for D? What are we watching? We're going to do the 1992 classic first. I think it's his first film. Hold on. 1992. What could it possibly be? 1992. Day, I want to say it's the debut view film of a Oscar winning director. <laughs> Hold on. Oscar winning director. 1992. Give me one more clue and then you can tell me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is, it, it has the, I don't know how you want it. It has the, the prestigiousness, the award. I don't know what you'd call it, but it is officially like ranked as the bloodiest movie ever made. 1992 bloodiest movie ever made. Holy shit. From an Oscar winning director. Yeah. He won an Oscar many years later. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, won a, he won a couple. Shit. I don't know. Go for it. What is it? It is uh, Dead Alive, directed by oh, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, really. This is this is regarded as the bloodiest movie ever made. Yeah, no shit. Dead Alive, and as in as far as the amount of p- fake blood used. Okay, does this have is the VHS cover a girl going like this with her yes, mouth stretching her mouth out? Stretching her and mouth. There's the like skull a sc- skeleton underneath. Yeah. All right, cool. I've seen this. I used to watch it in high school and in junior high. I watched it nonstop. I loved it. All right. I'm Um, excited to watch it again. And I haven't probably watched it in 20 years. It's probably, it's been a long time. Is there a rat in this, like a claymation rat? Yeah, there is. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Dead Alive next week, episode 37. That's all I got. What else you got? Yeah, I got nothing, man. All right. If you guys want to find us on social media, our hub is Instagram. What is it? Death by podcast, Instagram. That's simple because that's what you're listening to. You can also find us on Twitter and interact with, with us there and try to motivate us to interact with you or post anything at all on there. That would be, that would be interesting. <laughs> you could do that. Um, we have a YouTube channel that actually does have at least some episodes on there the new episodes get uploaded there automatically. So if you like listening to that on YouTube, it's there and hopefully we'll get more content going on there as the year progresses. What else do we have? We got a Facebook page that is blank, but uh, 
we might put some start putting some stuff on there as well. If you're a if you're a social media guy who wants to work for free because <laughs> you love the podcast, get a hold of us. Yeah, you can do our posts for us. That would be awesome. And um, if you want to help out the show directly, support us directly. Patreon.com uh, slash Death by Podcast. We put uh, behind the scenes content, pictures of Kevin's uh, boxers collection, the boxer collection that he has. Yeah. Our TV show, Adam Watches Star Trek is on there. And as well as BoobTube TV, which is our mini podcast. So that's all on there. Check it out. Yeah, We might have a, I'm telling you, Adam Watches Star Trek might be might, might might be pretty pretty special next time. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be changing your tune about Star Trek. Oh my goodness, Kevin is uh, hooked me up with a couple episodes that he thinks are, are I I think best. we'll sell you on the series on the series. Which series? Generation Nine. Next next generation. Next generation. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you Deep Space Nine. It's Deep Space it, Nine. It's okay. advanced. It, it, it's, oh. It's too advanced. All right, folks. No, no, I'm not saying it's too advanced. advanced. I'm not saying it's too advanced for you. I'm (laughs) saying that as far as getting you into Star Trek, it's yeah, you got to be into Star Trek first. Sure. Okay. Then Deep Space Nine. It's sweaty. It's sweaty. Not. I mean, it's great. It's 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 arguably. I mean, it's awesome. But I don't. I don't know that it's a lot of people's first uh, track. It's not my first. I've seen all. The I know, movies. I know, but like I, I watched the all the old episodes. We're you're talking about anything with the Crusher in it? It's my no. First. I, anything post with the like, G, the George LaForge, whatever. What's his name? George LaForge. Jordy LaForge. The Forgy. Forge. What? LaForgy. LaForgy. Jordan. Forging. LaForty. For Jimmy Brungus. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's something we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you guys for listening. This is uh, this has been fun to get back to. I missed it while we we're gone, and thanks for waiting for us. I am your host, Adam. That is your other host, Kevin. It's Miller time. Kevin, take it away. One day you're gonna erase that thing, and it's gonna be like, where did it go? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect on the first try, kind of. Not really. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, All right, folks, thanks for being here. We will talk to you next week. Bye.